Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading The Debt Collector by John Mills, an old-fashioned mafia story. And let me tell you folks, this one's a hit. Like a, uh, like a hired murder. So, uh, he, it's good. back to your weekly episode of the Amazon Book Club podcast. My name is Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we are reading a book called The Debt Collector by John Mills. John, J-O-N, no H. So Johnny. No, just John. John. Uh, so, Ganesh, uh, why don't you let us know a little bit about this book? I think it's a, is it a mob book? Well, what do we do on this uh, here podcast, oh. Austin? What do we do? Yeah. Okay. We read. We read. Or you read. It's my first time. And we Ganesh listen. reads. Okay, here we go. What we do is we take a book, a free ebook from Amazon.com, uh, and we read the first page. And when I say we, it's the royal we. It's really Ganesh. He's reading it, and we're listening barely. Uh, then we read the 25% page. We read the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page, five pages of a free book. Digital then, ebook. Digital, not even a real book. Do not waste a tree on this. Uh, we read five pages and then we determine if this book's good or bad, if you should, uh, read it or ignore it, or perhaps alert the authorities that this book is uh, a danger to society. Quite so, frankly, these books are rarely worth the megabytes they're printed on. Now that's, uh, that's, uh, an intensely negative angle I think on it. some true. of them are great. Some of them are good. Some We've of them a, are very good. This yeah. is, oh, this is our 13th episode. We've had a good time here multiple times. I would say let's out of the thirteen. Well, this is number thirteen, right? Yeah. Lucky number thirteen. Out of those, how many have been good? Like all of them. No, no maybe like that's, four, five. No, I think it's half and half, fifty-fifty. All I right. think we're doing seven good and six bad. Yeah. Well, actually, wait. We've only There's done been 12. some. There have been some stinks. There have been some bad ones. I'm not gonna lie. But there's been really great ones. Uh, so let's see what John Mills has prepared for us. Can now can we can we get to business here? Can you read us a synopsis of this book? The Millster. Yeah, that's what they called him. Jack Winchester was a notorious hitman for a ruthless New Jersey crime family until a job went wrong and he wound up serving time. Love it. Four years later, Jack is free and he wants out of the game, but his boss won't let him go. Jack Winchester is like not a very good mob name. No, that's a, like a southern. I'm like thinking about Western Tom, name. Tom Cruise. That's all I'm thinking. I think it's like Jack a, Reacher. Sounds like a, like a Connecticut lawyer. No. All right, go on. Forced to take on one last job to make amends for what landed him in prison, he travels to the small town of Rockland Cove, Maine. There, he not only discovers that the target and money have disappeared, he finds himself falling for a damaged woman and befriending an unruly son left behind. I must befriend my son. My bad son. It's unruly. He doesn't know if he's good or bad as relative, but he's definitely misbehaved. Under mounting pressure from his boss and local police, as well as the ghosts from his past, he must unravel the mystery and decide where his loyalties lie. Before it's too late. 
All right. Got to collect those debts. That's, that's, that's what I heard. I love it. Uh, well, I think this sounds intriguing, if not somewhat stale. I like that it's Jersey Mob and not New York Mob. Yeah, that's right. That's I've real. been watching a lot of Sopranos. That's the real mob. And if we got any New York mobsters listening in, I uh, should come fight me. All right? I yeah. That's right. You suck. That's right. Fuck you, dude. Not me. Yeah, Ganesh is clean. Don't, don't mess with him. Uh, all right. On that note, I think that we should... Uh, Hop on in to the first page of The Debt Collector. All right. Uh, The Debt Collector by John Mills. Page one. Ganesh, please. Chapter one. I already said this. Is this book one? Yeah. Yeah, let's get that. This is 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 book one in a Jack Winchester tale. Novel. But thriller. is this part of a series? Are we going to get some closure? Uh, they're all part part of a series. Yeah, those there, there failed author ten, series. There are ten books in this series. Okay, wow. so if he's a cool character, maybe we'll see some more of him later. And on. they they start they all start with a debt collector. So you have the debt collector, vengeance, debt collector, reborn, death collector, hard to kill, wow. debt collector, angel of death, and so on. But that's, this is number one. This is number one. In that's the, in that's the, funny. Uh, this is the John Mills uh, midlife crisis series. Well, it's funny because like everyone that calls me is just a different kind of debt collector too. Whoa, oh, that's hilarious! This Hard just, to kill. This is just annoying. About, this guy yeah, just calls, loud. This guy just calls about like student loans. Yeah, that would be a pretty uh, boring book. You're never gonna get them. Okay, so let's. Uh, all right, enough dilly dally. We're wasting time here. Time is money. We need to read. Riker's prison was hell on an island. Tell me about it. Jack paced back and forth <laughs> in his cell for hours that morning. After four years, he felt more uncomfortable this day than he had when he first arrived. Only four. All right. Four days? Four years. Oh. <laughs> four days. Ah, oh, man. I hate really, this place. <laughs> we threw the bug at him. Yeah, this is uh, really hard-hitting stuff. He was only there for four days. Came out, changed man. That's right. The last year in and out of solitary confinement for fighting had only made it worse. Whoa. 23 hours holed up in a six-by-eight cell. Surrounded by nothing more than cinder blocks, a bunk, a sink, and a toilet. That sounds like a prison, all right. That's a prison. It changed a man. Mm. It was known to break even the toughest, to push anyone to their mental limits and beyond. He was a Latin king now. The men referred to it as the box. And even that quite didn't describe the claustrophobic feeling you felt. The thought of never getting out haunted him daily. Well, it seems like four years he's out, right? This is the end? Yep. Oh, well, not a long sentence. I'd do four. Would you? Yeah, give me the... I don't see lasting a week. I'd do four years in jail for like $10,000. That's it? Yeah, I'm, I got lows. You know, you can... You can easily do that yeah. for free. For, yeah. Just, just do something bad. Oh, shit. All right. It would cost you less than you get paid, not even a fraction of what you get paid at your normal-ass job. Yeah, but you don't have to work. Do you work in jail? Prison? Yeah, they put oh, you... Oh, they make you work? Yeah, you, you don't have to work. You uh, make license like, plates. And this is like a vacation. They do all sorts of stuff. I'd take 10000 for a four-year vacation. A lot of people compare it to modern slavery. Wow. Well, it seems like maybe something I shouldn't joke about. <laughs> but I'm gonna. <laughs> Today was no different. There was always doubt eating away at the back of his mind. He'd seen men's wills get thrown to the curb minutes before they saw the outside. Now, however... 
as the familiar sound of steel-toe boots striking against the steely catwalk approached his door. Clank, clank, clank. Mm-mm-mm. It brought a welcome relief. The twist of the key in the lock and the clanging of the metal flap had become a part of his daily routine. Clank, clank, twist. Clank, clank, clank. I'm digging the sound effects. This morning, though, was different. It would be the last time he would hear it. Between the small mesh window, he saw two new prison guards. The faces changed frequently, not because of shift rotation, but because a few lasted beyond a couple months in this place. He turned his back, stuck his hands through the hole behind him, and felt the click of metal around his wrists. He winced, feeling the metal teeth pinch his skin. Ouch. Sounds like he's getting out of jail. Inmate, take two steps forward. Led by the guards, Jack shuffled along the upper tier, greeted by the usual sounds of rage. Men and teens screamed obscenities. Men and teens. Men and teens. My favorite teen, magazine. Why are teens at Rikers. Uh, I mean, I guess that's right. true, though. Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, people. Teens go to jail. Not real teens. <laughs> that's right. Only the uh, mean teens. Banging on the metal doors. Only old teens. Yeah. While others smeared their own feces through and, the mesh. And minority teens. Oh, well, I'm just being real, dude. It never let up day or night. It was pure chaos. That's the slogan of this podcast. We keep it real. Keep it real, real. That's right. Wheel, wheel. Sorry. Oh, boy. You just learned to block out the constant hollering. They escorted him through a series of security doors, each one bringing home the reality that it was finally over. Yada, yada, yada. Come on. Get him out of he jail. He was ushered into a small room where he would collect his belongings. He changed out of the prison garments and slipped back into his stonewashed jeans, black t-shirt. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. And leather jacket. Jack yeah. is back. Just as I left him. Is it Jack or is it John? It's Jack. Or James. Jack? Jack. Jim? Jack. John and Jack are the same, right? No. No. Yeah. Is it? Well, it's the same candy. Yeah, Jack and John Kennedy are one Kennedy. No. Yeah. Really? What if you did you think there was a Jack Kennedy that was not John F. Kennedy? Jackie Kennedy. Well, that's is a the woman. Wife. That's Jacqueline. Yeah. But Jack Kennedy is the dad. No, 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 that's Joe Kennedy, the son. No, the that's son John. is John F. Kennedy Jr. Also, Jack. Jack. What the fuck? This is. They a- made a movie about it starring Robin Williams. Shane, you got a lot to read. Called Jack. Okay. Starring no, Jennifer let's, Lopez, let's, but Jack went by Jackie? John. Let's just Robin get, Williams went by John and Jack. Let's let's get back to the book. Who is the right? dad in Jack? Read a history book. That's Shane. exactly what he'd had on him when he entered. Conveniently enough, <laughs> that was nowhere to be found. He scoffed, knowing it had probably been used by the guards to buy a case of beer. Outside, he squinted, his eyes adjusting to the brightness of the warm summer morning. He breathed in the deep, salty air. Led up to the gates, he waited behind a thick yellow line as the aging steel cracked open. Cupping a hand over his eyes, the blinding orange rays of the sun blocked his view. They don't let you outside in jail ever? Don't they have, like, outdoor time? Not for what he did. Ooh, man. It took him but a second to recognize the silhouettes leaning up against a souped-up pinto. Freddy Carlone. He was one of Roy Gaffino's pissants. Oh, man. They sent the pissants for me? (laughs) Disrespectful. (laughs) They were cut from the same cloth and equally responsible for his incarceration. Jack! John? A cigarette hung out of the corner of the man's mouth. He spread his arms wide open. Ignoring him, Jack took a hard right, strolling past him. Freddy fell in step. Hey, no hug for an old buddy? 
Jack remains silent, forging forward. Jack! Where's Jack going? This is I, prison, right? You need I a can, car out of here. It's an island. I don't know what Ganesh oh, is. Right. Rikers. I don't, yeah. I don't know what Ganesh is up to, but I'm, I'm really excited to hear Jack's voice. Yeah, me too. I haven't heard it yet. Well, Jack Winchester. Really though. setting herself up for a letdown. Jack Winchester? Come on. He heard the crunch of gravel as the pinto crawled behind them. Hey, it's a long walk back. Come on, let me give you a ride. He kept walking. Jack, come on. It'll be like old times. I'll buy you a drink. You can't still be bitter after a few years. Jack stopped abruptly, spun around, and grabbed him by the scruff of his neck. The Pinto came to a halt, and Lewis bolted out the driver's side. Freddy waved him off. Four years, 13 days, 7 hours, and 34 minutes. Whoa. There was a tense pause. Freddy threw his hands up in the air. Okay, okay. Jack slowly released his grip on him. Look. Roy asked me to pick you up. He wants to see you. I have nothing to say. Yeah, well, you know how this works. Jack studied his face for a minute, cast a glance off in the direction he had been heading, then reluctantly walked over to the car and got in. Inside, Lewis leaned over, banging a carton of camels in his hand. Cigarette? I don't smoke. No, thanks. Yeah, I, only I quit. Vape? I quit and I vape. I picked up vaping in prison. I, <laughs> I'm a digital smoker only. <laughs> yeah, right? no so, analogs, please. It's a very progressive prison. Uh, oh, that's is that where we're stopping? Yeah. Okay. So this man has been released from jail. Yeah, uh, it seems he's ready to take on the world, but not really with the mob guys. No, and also they sent a piss ant to pick him up. So yeah. pretty disrespectful. That's not good. No. Yeah. He's a, is he a made man? Do we know this? Nah, I doubt it. He sounds like a grunt. Soldier. But you went Soldier. to jail. Doesn't that make you a made man? No. Hey, New York mobsters, I dared to fight me. Answer me that question before you ice pick me to death. Yeah. I'll find solace in the... Thank Yes. In the that'll make it all worthwhile, probably. I fear for my life right now. That's okay. We all should. Just in general. It's, well, the, the world is... A, it's a crazy place. The world's a vampire. Ah. <sighs> And the, the eternal words of William Corgan. Uh, so uh, I think that this book uh, it could be good, but I just feel like we just got the barest this, amount of story. It seems like a really serious book, and I yeah, we'll see what. I happens feel like that what just happened could have been covered in maybe a sentence or two. Yeah, uh, if you're a sham writer, not a John Mills. John Mills, he's very verbose. I mean, every every action movie that starts in prison, though. I mean, that usually the getting out scene takes. Takes a while. No, this is a book. And the departed, he gets out like that. Yeah, this is because it's like a montage. I, I knew the departed, sir, and this is no departed. Hey, well, I think that uh, well, let's jump ahead. I mean, let's see what happens. I feel like it could be good, but it could be bad. I hope this book is more than our usual like seventy pages. Wait, how many pages is? It? Are we even talking about that? Give us a hint of like. I bet it's a long. How one. much ground are we covering here? But there are ten books. Let's do a book that's like a thousand pages. Nah. This book is right. uh, 314 pages. That's good. That's normal. Solid. Okay. All right. So we're actually going to get some like serious uh, plot movement. Yeah, there's probably going to be a whole new cast of characters. Sometimes we jump ahead and it's like a page later. Whoa. Well, John Mills is from England. What? what? Damn. You think you know the mob, John? Could have fooled me. Oh, man. He also writes under several different pen names. Oh, what? let's hear him. Uh, it doesn't say what they are. Oh, he doesn't dear. want you to know. Do you think John Mills is a pen name? Wait, it just says he writes. John Mills seven, could be any of the other authors that we've read on this show. Oh my god! What if they're all John Mills? Oh man, what if this is a John Mills podcast? That'd be crazy. So wait, his bio just says he writes under other pen names, but doesn't provide them. 
Yeah, that's dumb as hell. This guy's mysterious. I like it. Freak. I bet his real name is John Mills, but like with an H. John Mills. Or John Milk with a K. Damn, that'd be pretty cool. John Milks. All right, uh, we got the uh, early basics of a classic mobster tale. Um, so let's let's hope things have changed a little bit. Twenty five percent of the way in, uh, Ganesh, read us read us the quarter mark. Anytime now. Here we sorry, go. I'm swallowing <laughs> some snapple. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your snapple. Dana stood outside his doorway while he threw a jacket on. We're only recording a podcast. Maybe drink up in the breaks. With the door ajar, she could see his dog Apollo, Apollo staring back at her as if sizing her up. Okay. She wasn't scared of dogs, but uh, this one seemed unpredictable. That's a mob dog, so yeah. Yeah. A few minutes later, Jack appeared. She bit down on the side of her lip as they walked in silence. Weird. She mm. couldn't believe that it had come to this. Is he going to whack her? Getting her only guest to assist her in repairing the motel. Oh, okay. Yep. She'd officially reached an all-time low. Hanging out with Jack and his damn dog. I'm Dana, by the way. Dana Grant. <laughs> I love that that just happened. I wish every time we started reading a character would just immediately say their name. Oh, by the way, this is what I do. And what I'm all about. And what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dana, and I'm scared of dogs, and I know a mobster. She extended her hand, and he shook it. Or gangster. And we're gonna mob- fall in love. Is mobster lame to say? What's, what's in the nomenclature? What do you call this guy? A gangster? A mobster? Mafia, what do they call each man? other? Just guys. Uh, paisan? Guys. Yeah. Wise guy. Hey. Oh, yeah. Use guys. Hey, we What do they say? Where we have a, you're a mutual friend. You have a friend of a friend. What do they say? Why do they, when they introduce each other, they're like, I think we have a mutual friend. We have a mutual friend. And the other guy's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Yeah. Is it, well, I thought when they talk about their mutual friend or that guy, I it's usually Corky. like a dead guy. I saw Corky Romano. Oh, you know. Okay. I know how mob works. You're in. Jack Winchester, but he smiled. You already knew that. You can call me John. (laughs) As the gravel crunched beneath their feet, he continued, Shouldn't the roofer be doing this? She threw a hand up. That's exactly what I said. Who's in charge here? Gotta get, gotta get your roofing guy to get up there. Come on. So, you, uh. I'm not union. You, uh, you you trying to upgrade? Looking to sell? So, So, you what? So, you don't want to keep the business? Can't afford to. Returning to the spot where she'd positioned the ladder, Jack offered to steady it Jack while off? she went up. Sorry. Jack off, yeah. I'm so sorry. That's his middle name. <laughs> but the idea of a stranger gawking at her ass, even if he was handsome, wasn't something she felt comfortable doing. Hey, right. man. He's handsome. Right, we know that much about him now. She insisted that he go up first. With a smirk in reply, she says she knew why. She wants to look at his ass. <laughs> Show me those buns, Jack. Get up that ladder. Let me see what you're working with, Johnny. And woof. Like grappling with a bedsheet, they laid out the tarps and Jack attempted to get a few nails in. Ooh. He's no handyman, all right? <laughs> listen. Hey, listen, I'm a wise guy. I'm not that wise. I can't do the roofs. Come on. She I'm sn- not you. <laughs> she snook a glance at him as water streamed down his features. What? what? She's spraying him with a hose? He's, he's peeing. Rinse off, man. Take, could, take a look at my features. 
He couldn't have been more than 38, she thought. <laughs> I look really good and not older than 38 when perfect. I get all wet. We're getting real... I mean, we're zeroing on what this guy looks like. This will be perfect for later when we cast this. She'd yeah. only turned 36 three months ago. I thought she was way younger. His face appeared oh, to show ow. the signs of... All <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know is her name. Yeah, Dana. <laughs> oh, she's got to be way I'm younger than The general me. vibe. I don't know. So, listen, I'm a people person. All right. His face appeared to show the signs of a life lived beyond his years. Yeah, he's in jail. She spotted a small scar in his neck and several on the backs of his hands. Jail scars. It must be difficult. He cast a glance at her, continuing to hammer a nail in. What, hammering? Yeah, it is. I always hit my fingers. <laughs> it must be difficult. You know, uh, not having your husband around to help out with these kinds of things. She was hesitant in her reply. Oh, he's the one who said it's yeah. difficult. Sorry. Boy. Whatever. It's funnier the way we interpret it. Rewrite it, John. He wasn't exactly the sort of man who offered to help. Do you mind me asking how he died? She's <laughs> a little forward. I just met. She scrutinized him. Uh, if, if you don't mind, it's kind of personal. Yeah, he fell off this ladder that you're on right now. <laughs> he was up here roofing yesterday. Sure. So, uh, so what about your son? How's he coping with it all? Doesn't like it. Had he not heard what she just said? You ask a lot of questions. Sorry, I'll keep hammering. As he took the next swing, he let out a yell and winced in pain while gripping his finger and sliding back told on the roof. <laughs> this guy sucks at hammering. He steadied himself on the top of the roof with his other hand. Shoot, are you okay? Dana blurted out. He grimaced, furiously shaking his hand out. I'll be fine. They continued. Once they had the tarp secure, they made their way back down. What are they, just putting a tarp on the roof? Yeah, covering a hole or something. Ugh. I'll move, move you into room five. There's no leaking in there. Oh, this is a hotel. Oh, you don't need to do all that. After what I just put you through? Yes, I do. She gave a nod to his hand. By the way, you're bleeding. Oh, I didn't know. All these damn fingers of mine filled with blood. He glanced down to see blood droplets. Come, I'll get you all patched up and into a better room. After she got him keys to room five, Dana led him back to the house. Inside, she took a seat across from him at the kitchen table. Hey, nice place you have here. I feel like that was a super gangster voice. Yeah, it took me a while to warm up to it. <laughs> it's like I hadn't heard this side of uh, Jack before. All right, all right. We'll just play it like he was trying to hide it. But now it's coming out. But now he's comfortable. Well, you yeah. made some character choice. Thanks. It could use an update, but it's home. You know, I could do that, he said as, he, as she applied a small adhesive bandage to his finger. He slipped back out of it. You give this much attention every time you apply a band-aid? Am I getting in your head? She grinned, taking up the box and placing it back on the cupboard. Carl, it's second nature. Lately, I seem to be going through these boxes of these with, with my son. He nodded. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get you a hot drink? <laughs> Tea? Coffee? No, I'm good. How about something stronger? She rifled through her fridge and pulled out half a bottle of wine. No, really, I'll pass. <laughs> well, if you don't mind, I think I'll have one. Ooh, ah. la, la, la. She grabbed a tall wine glass from the cabinet and poured three fingers worth. Is that how you measure wine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you can fit three fingers in the glass of wine. So you just dip them in vertically, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Shane's a sommelier. Yeah. You dunk your whole fist in That's right. and have three fingers stick out. Yep. That's enough wine. That's enough wine to get you feeling real nice. Yeah. Fair enough. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's called wine. 
Listen, I feel kind of bad. There's no fridge or microwave. As you can see, we're in the middle of renovations and... What the fuck are you doing? No well, fridge. She trailed off. Must have been red wine. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Come on. Hey, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not cool. Yeah. Look, I usually don't do this. He's but a si- sommelier. But since you're the only guest here, you're welcome to join us for dinner tomorrow evening up at the house. Nope. He rose. <laughs> he rose to his feet. <laughs> no fucking way. Oh, I don't want to intrude. <laughs> you wouldn't. It's just me and my son. I shouldn't. Come on. It's just my way of saying thank you. He needs a new father. She took a deep gulp of her wine, almost finishing it in one go. Last one died. He nodded. You're welcome. When he turned to leave, she added, Well, the offer is there if you change your mind. We'll be eating at six. I said, no! (laughs) Thanks. I don't eat, okay? He held up a finger. She cocked her head with a smile. I'll see myself out. Romantic. Man, Mr. Winchester. <laughs> He's got away with words. Uh, all right. So this guy is having some sort of clumsy home renovation experience. Oh, he's he's like out of jail and he's meeting. He's making an honest work. Honest work, honest friendships. He's clean. It's good. Yeah. I'm guessing he's up in Maine now. Yeah. Sounds like Maine. Oh, but he has to do some. So he's in Maine. If we're just going by the synopsis, he's in Maine to do something to make up for what landed him in jail. Oh, yeah. Presumably so he's not mm-hmm. out the game yet. He's working. It's his last job. This is one. He doesn't want to get last job. He doesn't want to get too close to Dana. That's that makes sense. Yeah. He doesn't want to drag her into the the world, yeah. the family. He doesn't want her to get hurt. Is that but, the plot of the Matador? I've never one I've, last job. You yeah. assume that I know what that is. Yeah, Ganesh and I used to watch that movie a lot. I was is, is uh, yeah, like twice. Is, is Antonio yeah, ben- we watched it twice. Is Antonio Banderas in it? No, no he should be. Pierce Brosnan and Greg not, Kinnear and Greg Kinnear. Not a chance. It's great. It's actually a really good movie. It's a darker turn for Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, but comic as well. It's really good. And Greg Kinnear is just great. He's a national treasure. Uh, there were some other people in it. They were probably good. It's a will, good movie. I will not be watching this. Anyhow. Uh, I think that this book is pretty good. It's fine. It's I, fine. I, I, kind of, you know, I like the writing style. I kind of yeah. dig. I don't, I don't feel like he's trying too hard. I feel it's, like every, it's everybody reads is somewhat realistic. To perfectly me. functional writing it's so a, far. It's a good book. If you need a book as a prop in the background that nobody you can kind of see in the distance, but nobody's really reading it, it's perfect for you. But do we like Jack? I, could, I yeah. do. I do All like right. him. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like an antihero. Yeah. He's, he hasn't done anything explicitly bad yet. Yeah. I mean, apparently we'll he got some uh, jail fights that landed him in solitary, but that's before we knew him. He's, he's a bad boy uh, at hammering. He's yeah. bad at hammering, but hey, so am I. Relatable. I couldn't yeah. hammer some tarps on a roof. If you gave me a couple tries, I couldn't do it. Okay. So <laughs> so I relate to Jack in that respect. He seems like a, uh, a real guy to me. The only difference is that he spent a life in the mob and then in jail, and I spent a life eating cookies. Okay, this book is rocking and rolling. Jack is hammering away. Uh, not doing too well at it. You think you went to that dinner? 
Yeah, uh, I bet he did. Yeah, I bet he did. Why, it's Chekhov's dinner. You don't mention the dinner unless you go to the dinner. He went to the dinner. He went to the dinner. Mm-hmm. We're guessing mm-hmm. anyway. Watch the first line of this next page. Be like, Jack was pissed that he missed dinner. Dana's mad at him because oh, he boy. missed dinner. He brought the hammer. People screamed. <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> this is our dinner. <laughs> let's well, let's stop. Come to collect my dinner. <laughs> God, he's the debt collector. Yeah. And in this case, debt is dinner. Uh, well, we're just, we're taking a wild stab at this. Maybe let's actually read what the man himself, John, what's his name? Jack. Jack. Winchester. No, the writer, John Mills? John Mills. Jack Mills. Jackie Mills. Love by him. your logic, Jackie Mills. Wow. Jack F. Mills. Yeah, by your logic. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 20. 20? After they finished their coffee. Sorry. Dana made a mental note to swing by Al's Antiques. It was only a few stores down. She thought it might offer a distraction from an evening that hadn't exactly begun on the right foot. <gasps> That's the dinner. <laughs> I hope. Maybe. I don't know. Jack was swinging a ball-peen hammer around like a psychopath. <laughs> I am not hungry. I told you that in the office. <laughs> He's shooting, too. Wow. Oh, that was the hammer. Oh, that was a hammer. Yeah. It sounded like bullets. Uh, He's yeah, dual-wielding. Don't you own a hammer that shoots bullets? I mean, I wouldn't say no. She'd been on bad dates before, not that this was a date. She had to keep reminding herself that he was only a friend. More than a year had passed since Matt had been around. Oh, that's her dead husband, I presume? Mm. I I would hope. How many ex-husbands does she have? Rest in peace, Matt. Ladders took you away. (laughs) More than a year had passed since Matt had been around. She had never entertained the thought that he could have ran off with someone else. Oh, he's not dead. Oh, well, Matt, you stink. It must be like a boyfriend after the husband. Are we sure the husband died, or we did make did we make that up? No, he, he died. I can't keep up with my own web of lies. Because he, he asked how, how he died, and she was like, oh, I don't want to tell you that. Well, geez, Louise, lady. But now she found herself wondering. Passing several store windows, she glanced briefly at herself, adjusting her hair. Who am I? She wasn't getting any younger. It wouldn't have been a far stretch of the imagination to assume that he could have met someone in the city. Hell, it could have even accounted for why he was such a jerk when he returned. Wait, Matt's back? Or Jack? Maybe whoever he had been with had poisoned his mind with dreams of them being together. A life away from responsibility. Maybe the drugs had made him think he was invincible. Who knew? She shook her thoughts from her mind, trying to just enjoy the evening. Yeah, sounds like drugs. The bell above the door let out a shrill sound as they entered. Alan! That's the bell. (laughs) Alan! Alan! Dana asked the young kid behind the counter. (laughs) Al! What was that? Like a possum? Yeah. That's what a kid sounds like. What did he say? A main kid. Al. Oh, Al. he said Al. Al. No wonder, it just sounded like a loud siren. Al Buckland was in his late 70s, a man who had been in the antiques business as long as, long as well, someone of the antiques in his store. Nice. Some of them are originals. Hey, sell, sell what you know. That's right. He had flyaway white hair. What? A thick peppered beard and a patch over one eye. <laughs> what a character. <laughs> Bury the lead. The antiques salesman with the eye patch. Damn. No ah, death perception. I love it. Being as they were on a coast, most assumed he had been a pirate before he was an antique dealer. Nah, just cut an ornate table leg to the eye. Yeah, nah, that's not a thing. Others who knew him knew that he had lost the eye in the war. <sighs> Which, Which one? one? Uh, what's your guess? 
seven years old. He's seventy. I think it's uh, the Gulf War, and this isn't the future. Cool. Real cool. Then what are the, those antiques then? Like are they like Adele? That's right. Yeah, it's Adele. <laughs> he has a duty to get an Adele cutout cardboard in there. <laughs> oh, Dana, how lovely to see you. What? That's that's him. That's Al. It's got an eye patch. Okay, all right. Yeah, I can hear up. it now. She pursed her lips together, trying not to show her amusement at his greeting. Al, I want you to meet a friend. He's in the antiques business as well. His one eye lit up. <laughs> Whoa. That's pure comedy right there. <laughs> That's good writing. Johnny? Ah, well, any friend of Dana's is a friend of mine. <laughs> what neck of the woods are you from? The Big Apple. He nodded. <laughs> that's, a, that's what a guy from the Big Apple says. The big Crab Apple, baby. He nodded, scanning Jack up and down as if in, instinctively trying to gauge his worth. You know, the city that never sleeps. My home. Well, come, come. Let me give you the tour. Newark. (laughs) He shuffled his way around a series of large wooden shelves. The place smelled musty, as if it hadn't seen a clean cloth since opening. Have you ever been around antiques and it smelled like not antiques? Yeah, no, it probably smells bad. They all smell like like antiques. You ever been around a guy with one eye and it smells normal either? Come on. Come on. The walls had, had been stripped back to the stone, and every nook and cranny overflowed with ancient knickknacks. Very cool. Uh, impressive place you got here, Jack said. Ah, it's not the nicest, you know, as nice as those other stores, but we carry antiques that will send a shiver up your spine and curl your toes. Spooky antiques? Sexy antiques. Oh. He was right. Oh my. Folks who had lived in Rockland Cove since they were kids knew that Al's store was the first. That was until others moved in and set up shop. Big antique came in. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a big corporate antique place that came in and took my mom and pop shops out of town. They're selling all the classics. Ford stuff. <laughs> tables. That's right. Gremlins on DVD. Gremlins on tape. Cassette. Now that's an antique. VHS. Not cassette. Yeah, they didn't. That was the, that was the soundtrack. <laughs> Damn it. He'd never let it bother him. He carried himself with a quiet confidence that seemed to attract people to his store. Dina rarely saw it empty. Al reminded her of a wise old man, the kind that retreated into the forest when they were crippled and grew tired of life and, and people. Yoda? Oh, pleasant. But that was never the case with him. Despite his age, it didn't look like anything would slow him down. Well, he's got only one eye left, though, so you take that out, and then it's basically over. <laughs> so tell me, Jack! <laughs> Are you in the buying or selling business? I'm an importer exporter. I'm in the collecting collections. I bet he says that. I swear to God. A little both, but uh, buying more than anything. Oh. Maybe I can interest you in a few rare items I don't have out on display. God, your mouth is moving, and the words are like literally falling out of your mouth. Ganesha's like a Muppet. I have contemplated putting them out, but I just can't seem to part with them. The thought... The thought of them sitting in some young couple's house and being mauled by a child makes me cringe. Yeah. I want them hidden away in a dark shelf. Went only for the olds. Dana glanced at Jack, who looked as if he was about to object, but decided otherwise. Yeah, forget about it. That led them to a room out back. It looked like a woodworking room, a place for repairs. The smell of oil, dust, and his history danced together. How romantic. Now, where did I put it? He paused for a second as if to gather his thoughts. The first time she'd met him as a child, he'd been standing so still she'd thought he was a mannequin. 
<laughs> what a creepy guy. She couldn't see his chest rising and falling, or the mischief in his beady eye. <laughs> <laughs> if you have one eye and in. it's beady, that's unfortunate. That's right. Got a lemon. Yeah. It nearly stopped her heart when he moved. Even today, it still gave her the willies. Ah, oh, yes! Does he have a hook for a hand, too? Like- yeah, and a peg leg. <laughs> and a bird on his shoulder. Yeah, that's right. Pulling out a large box from underneath the workbench. And scurvy. He heaved it up onto the bench. He took out a knife from his top pocket and pierced the thick tape that sealed the edges. Pulling back the cardboard and sliding his hand into the mounds of white popcorn-shaped filter, he retrieved an iron statue of a female with a snake coiled around its figure. Yeah. Guess the age! <laughs> he uh, said. ten. I don't know. <laughs> Jack hummed and hawed. Hummed and hawed? <laughs> How do you hum and haw? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's Tim Allen from uh, uh, Home Improvement. Uh, <laughs> 50 AD. Can you believe it? <laughs> no fucking way. 50 AD. This guy's full of shit. Now, where on earth did that you should, get that from, That should be Al? in a museum. Are you kidding me? Yeah, seriously. Give this back, Al. You stole this. Yeah, Al. Dana asked. I sold my eye for it. <laughs> You're never going to believe this. A yard sale. You know how much I paid? Hundred dollars? Twenty. You know how much this is worth? They shook their heads. Come on, Jack. You should know this. Come on, Jack. Uh, I'm, I'm a little rusty on Greek artifacts. Over $300,000. That's it? And you never said anything to them? This guy is full of shit. Dana asked. Dana, I'm in business. If they aren't smart enough to figure this out, they don't deserve to have it. He admired it fondly as if it were some kind of award he'd won. So how much are you going to sell it to Jack for? <laughs> Jack raised his hand, but before he could utter a single word, Al had placed it back into the box. Nope. Can't do it. It's too valuable. What a dick. What a little tease. Yeah. Look at my cool thing. Not for you. He's got $300,000 laying like under a workbench, I don't believe basically. this. I think that this is like a souvenir from like Atlantic City or something. Yeah. It seems like a test. This is from Caesar's Palace in Atlantic City. <laughs> Dean and Jack looked at each other, exchanging an amused smile. Jack looked almost relieved. They listened to Al mutter to himself as he taped it back up and returned it to the exact spot he retrieved it from. Afterward, he let them back out. You're free to look around the store. Anything else, I'll give you a good deal on. Was he just bragging? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Al. He's a braggart. Come on down to the one-eyed braggart <laughs> and his wares. <laughs> it's like a character in a like a, an RPG. Yeah. Well, so that's the end. <laughs> what are you buying? We've, we've hit the end. Is that it for that page? That's it. Not a lot of uh, uh, mob stuff happening. I guess you get a little slice of the town. This guy's just hanging out in Maine, roofing and antiquing with a nice woman he met. I mean, fine. Sounds good. That's honestly, that's, I don't mind it. Sounds better than jail. I kill him. I wouldn't mind if this continued into the next page. Uh, I'm right. sure it does. I, pff, terrific. <laughs> well, uh, you want to jump ahead? You want to see what's going on at the, uh, what, are we, what are we at now? That so, was 50%. Okay, so we're, we're going, going to jump ahead. 75%. 75, he's going to, Jack's going to be counting his money, uh, yeah, over, and he's close to having the $300,000 to find. <laughs> this little book is just him ramping up to buying this artifact. <laughs> and then putting it on his little mantle. That's right. And looking at it. I can't wait. Right, we are in the midst of a pretty uh, benign story about a 
a man turning his life around after a life of crime, uh, antiquing. This is the kind of mobster book I want to hear. This yeah. is the good kind of story where they're not doing anything bad. Yeah, I don't need any violence. I want to see a guy in the straight and narrow making his life better. Yeah. And maybe fall in, in love. Maybe fall in love a little bit. Hey. Hey. Me? Jackie? <laughs> me? In love? And in love with Dana? No. Ah. Not me. Not me. I couldn't afford Al's sculpture. No. Come on. Not in a million years. Had Jack been telling the truth, who had killed Matt? And if Jack had been sent by the mob, why hadn't he killed her? Whoa. Oh, she's found out that he's a, yeah, a mob man now. You right. can never hide that secret. Wait, did she? Let's take rewind. Matt? Say that one more time. Her husband. He's. Does she think there's a connection? What did she just say? Maybe. I just didn't hear it. What do, had Jack been telling the truth, who had killed Matt? Oh, so Jack knows about Matt's death. That's a big bomb to drop. Did we know Whoa. this? No, we're finding out now. Maybe All Jack right. was sent to protect Jesus, her. Jesus, nobody else want to be surprised with me? What's the point of this podcast? Like, we right, I'm surprised. I never heard this before. Jesus, you guys, come on. What, is, what, right. are we, what, are we, what are we? He'd what? had plenty of opportunity. <laughs> okay. But maybe she was looking at this from the wrong angle. Yeah. Having been married to Matt for 12 years, she had thought she knew him. 12 years of Matt? Wife. Sure. Their financial difficulties were a burden that came between them. Sorry. But still... What on earth would have gotten into him to get wrapped up with the mob? And over what? Money. That's An huge. unpaid loan? That seems like a pretty good reason. Drug money? Shit can ruin your life. If there was any, she hadn't seen it. Matt was all hopped up on goofballs. She, she, she searched so for she sells seashells by the seashore. She searched for answers in her memories. Any sign, <laughs> indication, phone Come on, call memories. that she'd overlooked. Come on, memories. Do your thing. <laughs> uh, nothing. Ah, damn. Oh. Shit. <laughs> My fucking memories again. Come on with these memories. Hey. <laughs> all, she, all she had to do was close her eyes and Matt was there. That's how memories work. <gasps> Their arguments replayed in her head. I see you in my head. The nights when he in would return <laughs> from the city were always the most brutal. The heated shouting matches over how they were going to pay the bills and her failure. Cash! Credit! Check! <laughs> okay. Venmo! <laughs> oh, oh. Now, it's a, now it's, that's right. Now it's, this is the feature, so it's just Bitcoin! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like Asscoin or the new coin that's out. I don't know. Yeah, I'm into Asscoin. Asscoin. Invest heavy in Asscoin. This is the Amazon Book Club Financial Corner. And her failed attempts at trying to discuss the sale of the motel had always been a sore point. In his mind, to sell the property was to declare himself a failure. Boy, a lot of fond memories with Matt. To her, it was just common sense. In the final year before his disappearance, she had avoided any subject that didn't involve bringing him his supper or Jason needing picking up. Supper? Supper? More like dinner. If you say supper, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, this isn't for you. Turn it off. We're a dinner-only club. We're dinner boys. Dinner boys. The beatings had become more frequent and always followed his returns from the city. It had reached a boiling point and forced her to sleep in a separate bedroom. Oh, dear. She knew it was only a matter of time before they divorced or she w- she wound up hospitalized. But then God made lemonade out of lemons and Matt disappeared. They had lived on borrowed time, that was for sure. Then, as she sifted through his words and actions, she remembered one thing he'd repeated in a drunken state before his final trip into the city. Jack's I'm, gonna kill me! I'm in the mob! Jack's gonna kill me! He's gonna go to prison, you're gonna meet him! Ah. 
He'd been slouched in his lazy boy armchair, surrounded by four empty bottles and the scraps left over from his meal. Don't let him roof our house! <laughs> I T- hate these fucking scraps! Tomorrow! <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. It's all gonna change. It's deep inside you. He'd muttered. Those had been his last words. Wait, it's one more time. I was just having too much Did fun. Did he say loose change is real? He said loose change, 9-11, YouTube.com. <laughs> Infowars, Infowars. <laughs> Tomorrow, it's all going to change. Tomorrow, it's all going to Sorry, forget. Disregard what I just said. Slurred. Almost incomprehensible. They made as much sense now as they had then. But then again, she'd gotten used to ignoring anything that came out of his mouth. Promises, threats, and pleas for forgiveness were usually what spilled from it. In many ways, he had become a shadow of his former self. Sad. Nursing a cup of coffee, she heard a faint spitting sound of gravel outside. It was rare to hear anyone approach the house. It was common knowledge in the town that it was private property. As they all are. The only... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My house is public property? I usually just go hang out on lawns of other houses, but this one is private. The only ones who came out were utility workers in the Coast Guard. <laughs> Oh, why are they coming out there? Yeah, you know, sometimes a Coast Guard comes by. Who is it, Jason? She said, taking a sip of her coffee. Why, it's the Coast Guard. Hauling himself <laughs> off the couch, he kept his eyes on the baseball game on the TV. Oh, Jason's like her friend? Son? Son. Oh, we knew this already? Oh, uh, Jason, the unruly son. Oh, my God. Well, he cast a glance outside before returning to his seat. It's the police! Well, he sounds very ruly to me. Yeah, little baby. Hey! Wave the police! Hey, over there. She frowned. She had already given a statement. Not that she'd given them much. She wasn't sure why they would come all the way out here when a phone call would have sufficed. Perhaps they had extracted more from Jack. Oh, Jack's like in the in custody of the police? Or he's being questioned? Is that what I'm hearing? I thought this was a memory, but I guess this is real <laughs> no, time. This is real time. Oh shit. I think. Maybe they had more on him, or she'd forgotten to sign the paper. More on him? Like Jack's the suspect? Yeah. In Matt's disappearance? Yeah, because he's mob-related. He's got I ties. don't believe it. He's from the Big Apple. Not Jack. Or New Jersey. Jack. John? Mills. When she reached the screen door, her eyes widened. She blinked. The mug slipped from her hand, and coffee splashed all over the pine floor. That's how you know something bad's about to happen. At the clatter of ceramic breaking... Jason bolted up from the couch. Mom! Get upstairs! With desperation and purpose, Dana didn't think twice. Racing over to the double-barrel shotgun <gasps> above the fireplace, she wrenched it off the wall hooks, feeling its weight in her hands. Hell yeah, fuck the police. Cradling it in one arm, she snapped it apart and reached for a box of shells in a nearby drawer. All the while, she kept her eyes on Jack, who was approaching the house at a, at a fair clip. Oh no, Jack's here. Jack's here! And, and he's looking angry. Uh-oh. The cartridges scattered as she emptied the box from the side. Where's my hammer? Some rolled off the side of the table and clattered on the floor, punching two cartridges into the chamber and locking it in place. Look, look, pop, She's ready to kill a man. She turned around just in time to find Jack stumbling into the hallway. She raised the gun and said, Don't come a step closer. Hey, baby. Not even an inch. Come on. Jack was panting hard. He held up his handcuffed hands, speaking slowly. I broke out for you. They got me, doll. Listen to me, Dana. Put the gun down. <laughs> I mean, he is handcuffed, right? Like, yeah. Come on. How do you get in the house? Doorknobs, doorknobs are probably hard with cuffs. He's about to do a magic trick. <laughs> Gave him with a straitjacket on, too. Yeah, he's about to pull like a, a foot of ribbons out of his ass. 
He cast a glance back over his shoulder. That's a regular magic trick, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. I've seen that, I think. And also the logo for Ascoin. I'm not here to harm you, but there are men coming who are. Was he okay? What Did he hit his head? What's happening yeah, with the boy? stroke. Oh, boy. She glanced out the back of the window towards the cruiser. How'd you get out? Where's Frank? Frank? He's a part of this. A part of what? Jack cast a cautious glance outside. Listen, there's no time to explain. You've got two minutes to tell me what's going on, or as God as my judge, I will shoot you where you stand. Tell it to the judge. Guess God. What? You go to hell for that. Definitely. He's, I know that. I'm not even God. He smiled ever so slightly. He got his handcuffed. Dana, I've seen how you shoot. How All right, now you can shoot him. <laughs> That's fine. She squinted. Now with a shotgun you haven't. He let out, let out an ex- exasperated sigh. Fine, but get these off me. People are often more accurate with shotguns. Are they? No, I think it's the opposite. Oh. No, so you don't need to be accurate. That's right. Oh. It's just going to be a spray. It's also going to destroy her uh, drywall. Come on. Come on. You want to do renovations? She already needs to do renovations. Well, her handyman's about to get blasted with a shotgun. He motioned with, with the cuffs. They stay right where they are. Now start speaking. She kept the barrel leveled at his chest as he began to bring up, bring her up to speed. His first time meeting Matt, his time inside Rikers, and his sister being used as leverage to force him to take one last job. Whoa. Whoa. Didn't his own sister. Well, now I get it. Jack's a man in a tough spot. How you'd imagined it would be a simple collection, in and out. He'd never intended for anyone to get hurt. It's just a simple debt collection. I'm the debt collector. Come on, I'm trying to collect my debt. A little late for that, don't you think? He could see the pain in her eyes. She had already suffered more than anyone should have. Look, Plenty uh, of people have suffered way more than that. I know I'm, I'm not giving you any reason to trust me. And I'm not looking for forgiveness for my past. I'm trying to do what's right here. Which is? Keeping you and Jason safe. Why? Before he could reply, his eyes picked up a dark moving dot in the distance making its way up the breakwater. Trailing behind it was a plume of dust. Spurring speed and the urgency for him to act. A meteor. <laughs> Look at it go. They're coming. <laughs> she glanced out. You need to decide right now who you'll trust. If not for your own sake, do it for Jason. He stepped closer, holding his cuffs down and pulling them apart. Shoot. She hesitated, a look of anger spreading across her face. Jack turned his head. Shoot them now. Whoa. Whoa. Shoot them while he's commanding her to kill? His hands? No. Yeah. No, the, oh. The cuffs? To shoot the cuffs off? Man, so straight up out of Titanic shit. He yelled, aiming at the cuffs, <laughs> the tip of the barrel touching the metal chain, she pulled the trigger. Whoa. Sudden explosion, a ringing in his ears. No, my legs were right behind ah, those cuffs. Ah, shit. <laughs> God damn. Then he was free. I should have moved my hands out of my lap. I truly don't understand the physics of what just happened. He, I guess he Where held were them his up hands? in the air. <laughs> what a she shot the chain and it blew up. <laughs> what a scene. But wouldn't he get like all those little bullets in his what hands? His hand? Yeah, it's a shotgun. Well, his ha- well, I guess his hands are already mangled from the hammer. <laughs> that's, that's what's, He's like, oh, who gives a shit? This guy's just got cow- calloused paws. I got my two nubs. You're going to need this. Jack turned to see Jason holding his Glock. Oh, Whoa, damn, Jason. Jason's packing? They're all packing. America, America, baby. America, this is it. Jack squeezes his shoulder before taking it and tucking it behind the small of his back. He reached for the shotgun in Dana's hands. Reluctantly, she released her grip, allowing him to take it. Uh, Yoink. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Gonna need this. Do you have any other guns? In the gun cabinet. 
Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. The normal American home with the gun cabinet. We have six guns per person. I've got an AR-15, an AK-47. I got a bazooka. I've got tactical gear. I've got a riot shield. I've got a bayonet. I've got a musket. Jason ran to retrieve one. (laughs) Jack gave another quick look over his shoulder. Is there any any other way uh, out of this place? Jesus, guy. Think for yourself for a minute. There's probably a back door. It's a house. He asked. And there are probably windows. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, Jason. She said nervously. Oh, Dana. 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 Jason has not hit puberty yet. They sound similar. There's a small boat my father used to use for fishing. Where? In the house? Inside Go. The Go house? now. Don't look back, no matter what you hear. But, like, this is my house. Could you leave? Should I keep going? Take yeah. the boat. I, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, a cool this scene. Is, this is How's he going to fend off these guys? Yeah. Snatching what cartridges he could and tossing them into his pockets, he gave them one final glance as they raced out the back. Jack's heartbeat was a drum roll as he headed for the front door. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a drum roll. <laughs> it was classic drum rolls. <laughs> not missing a beat, he quickened his pace and ran toward the cruiser. <laughs> Dropping down behind it and panting hard, he closed his eyes. <laughs> Taking a deep breath, he willed his pulse to slow. There had Stop. been numerous times in his life where he had had to confront armed thugs. However, he'd always had the element of surprise. He had known who he was up against, and by the time they could react, he had dropped them. Well, he but killed them? He's oh, killed. In the past. Yeah. Not now, okay. But this, this was different. He knew very little about Vincent, other than the fact that he was younger than him. He wasn't invincible. The years had slowed him, and time inside made it made him feel a bit rusty. Oof. He snuck a peek around the corner of the bumper. The dot in the distance was now clearly defined. A blue V8 Ram truck roared its way toward him. Seems like he could run. Why Why wait until the dot it. gets to you? Because it's a Hemi. They're going to follow him anywhere, man. <laughs> These guys got a Hemi. He's got to finish it right now. This ends here. The debt will be collected. He wondered if the occupant had been killed. He knew there was no other way he could have gotten a vehicle in such a short time. Oh, the original occupant. He waited until they were within 75 yards, give or take, before he was sure it was Vincent. This guy's got an eagle eye. Convinced, he hauled himself up and strode forward without fear. He knew the moment they reached the house, his chances of being hit were high. Stopping them was unrealistic, but to inflict as much damage before they got close... That was doable. Okay. Uh, why doesn't he just like hide and then yeah, take a pot shot from like the second go, floor or something? Pew, pew. Yeah. yeah. Bang, bang, bang. So he's just standing in the middle of the road. Yeah. He's They're walking towards them. Yeah. Acting like, I dare Whoa. you. I dare you, motherfucker. Jack, this is that's a, risky. That's a common scene in Bollywood movies. You'll see bad guys driving really fast in a car. It definitely helps then, to imagine all these as Bollywood movies. On yeah. Books. Oh, yeah. Jack's a Bollywood star. And the heroes just walk towards them? They just walk towards the car in slow motion. And then they don't do it. Cool. And they'll do a big dance. I feel like that's in like a yeah, Robert yeah. in those like Robert Rodriguez movies too. And like the Mariachi or whatever. El Mariachi. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. guess this is kind of in the same vein. <clears throat> he unloaded around into the engine. Bam. Steam burst out. Hiss. Pinning the gas. Um. And began to pick up the speed. <laughs> With an arm out the window and the sun reflecting Woo-hoo! off the steel of the gun. Lewis returned to fire. Bam, bam. Jack focused, and with his breath under control, he pulled back the trigger a second time. Click. A round slammed into the window. Boom. 
painting is such a vivid picture. I can almost hear Come it. Come on, we're working well together. Keep going. Breaking open a shotgun, Jack pushed in more slugs and retreated back to the house. Click, click. Firing off one more defensive round. As he, two. as he dove into the house, the truck collided with the cruiser, cutting Bam. the power to the engine. Damn, all right. Vincent immediately leapt out and took cover. Hey. Crouching down, he unleashed a series of shots at the house. Glass shattered all around. Tunnels of light permeated the house. Oh, how do I do tunnels of light sound? It's like, whoa. Jack returned fire using his Glock before quickly reloading the shotgun. Bang! As he snuck another glance out the window, he saw Lewis had slipped out and taken cover behind the tail end of the cruiser. Good move, honestly. Yeah, that was nice. He was still alive, but clutching a bloodied shoulder. Ooh, you got me. Behind him, the sheriff moved into position along with Mickey Dunn. Wait, there's a sheriff? And Mickey I think the, Dunn? Yeah, because the cops drove him there. Remember? He uh, was oh. cuffed and then... But he... Oh. But... They didn't uncuff him. They let him go inside and then get the cuffs blown off. <laughs> the cops were party to all of I this? guess. I don't know. Dunn had been working for Gaffino for as long as he could recall. <gasps> They're corrupt cops, that's oh, why. He was a huge black guy who spent more time pumping himself with stairways and lifting steel than doing any work. All right. Pounding well, the steel. Racially charged, but okay. Yeah. There wasn't a time his clothes didn't look as if they were busting at the seams. That sounds pretty badass. He's juiced as fuck. Just give them the money, Jack! The sheriff hollered. No! i would but this isn't about money is it vincent jack watches vincent motion with two fingers to lewis to circle the house while dunn went the other way jack punched out the window with the end of the barrel and fired a round off i thought he was gonna use his fist i was like come on yeah sending his sheriff scrambling for cover not the glass among the sound of bullets pinging off metal and the sheriff had and Vincent returning fire, he was distracted from the threat that bore down on him from the rear. Oh, dear. That's where they get you. In the rear. Son, you're making a big mistake! Frank shouted. Jack clenched his jaw, every tendon tensed as his eyes flicked back and forth from the front to the rear of the house. (laughs) For a split moment, he thought he caught sight of Dunn past the window. He knew he had possibly only 10 or 15 seconds before they would be in the back door. Keeping low to the floor, Jack scrambled to the other side of the room. All the while, he could hear the sound of Frank outside trying to negotiate him out. The guy was a fool. He'd be dead the moment he stopped being useful. A lot going on here. It's pretty tense. Wait, are we done there? I, I mean, what happens? That's the dims the rules. We gotta skip That's ahead. Let's skip ahead. Yeah. yeah. I read like five pages, dude. Oh, let's yeah. just read the rest of the book. What yeah. is this is free. That was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, like nice that. Foley effects, bro. Thanks. Yeah, I felt like I was right there. I know. That's my goal. I wish I was there. Yeah. Well, damn. All right. Well, that sounds pretty intense. I mean, I uh, this can only go one of two ways. Either Jack gets out of this and lives happily ever after with what's her name down there and her idiot son, or uh, he dies. Well, right. seeing how they made nine other Jack Winchester novels, uh, sounds like he lived. Well, it could be the ghost. You never know. You never could know be a ghost. Least. Could be. They could all be prequels. Could be his son, his Jason. unruly son, Jack Winchester Jr. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. I mean, we don't know. Don't presume. Don't presume. Well, this is a tight spot. I hope he gets out of it. I hope he doesn't. We'll see what happens. You want to, you want him to die? I don't want him to die, but I want him to get hurt bad and then go he'll, to the hospital. He already got hurt. He'll he got definitely a, get a nail in the hand. Here's what I want. Thumb. <laughs> I want him to get shot, not die, but collapse and pass out of blood loss. Then I want Jason. You are a cruel <gasps> You want cruel Jason person. to like save the day? Yeah. I want Jason to pop up out of the bushes with a slingshot. <laughs> 
and go what? And say, I thought you were supposed to protect and serve. Well, he Ooh. shoots a, a stone right into the corrupt cop's eyeball. Then he'll have an eye patch and an <gasps> antique store. It's all coming together. Alright, man alive, we got a old Jackie boy in a tough spot here in a shootout with the cops. We're jumping a full twenty-five percent. We're jumping twenty-five percent. Let's see if uh He might be healed and better. He could he could be uh I, I mean Vincent presumably is dead or one of them one of them's dead. No, they both can't survive this, is my yeah. take on it. Uh so yeah, without further ado, let's let's finish it up. Jack cupped a hand over his eyes to shield them, trying to make out the person standing close to his boat. Look at that. Jack's fine and still has both of his eyes. When it became clear, his pace slowed. Dana? She turned. Hi, Jack. Uh, I hardly recognized you. She motioned to her hair, which had changed. (gasps) You look well. Oh, some time has passed. You too. Like a couple days, maybe. (laughs) She paused, pushing a hand into her back pocket and shifting from one foot to the other. So when were you going to tell me you were back in town? Dropping the remainder of his coffee into a bin, he stepped a little closer. Besides the obvious, I didn't think I was someone you wanted to see again. Oh. Her eyes fixed on his. She nodded, as if weighing his answer. Well, he did get into a gunfight in her house. That's a deal deal breaker for many. Yeah. And was involved with her husband's stuff. I don't think allegedly. That, I don't, allegedly, I think uh, at the least knew about it. We I didn't. Bet they were partners or something. I bet him in in what crime? Yes, is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. crime crime partners. Yes, yeah. that's what the mob is, dude. They're all partners in crime. Oh, I've been. There's severely. a whole gang of them. There's like twenty of them. Oh, wait a second. So those guys Just I told it. to come beat me up earlier. Oh no. Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah. No, I made a mistake. Yeah. Jason asks about you. Oh, how's he doing? You know, she cocked her head to one side. The usual teenage angst. He has a girlfriend now, so I see him even less. A nice girl, though. Jack nodded, taking a moment to take her in. Mm, mm, mm. She wore tight jeans, the knees worn, flip-flops, and a thin white summer top. She changed her hair. Ah, white trash. Gone were the long, <laughs> flowing Jesus. locks. In its place was a short bob that suited her. Short buzz cut. G.I. <clears throat> Jane, baby. A rush of memories from their time together came back in a series of images. These people are not familiar with the idea of memories. What are these thoughts that I think I see you but from a long time ago? How were you here but in my head also? I think I can see you but my eyes are looking there but my brain thing makes it think that other things were going on. I like it. Her body tangled up in his her hot mouth over his. I love your hot mouth. <laughs> nice boat. I hear you're doing tours? He nodded. <laughs> what? Yeah, doesn't exactly pay well, but I don't need much. Here it is. Rikers Island. <laughs> <laughs> Get a good look, folks. I was there for four long years. They stood for a moment studying each other before he looked away. I sold the motel. How about that? That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's always it's, good to sell your business. It's nice to not have that on my plate. I'm at the lighthouse and helping Sophie out at her, at her store part-time. She's at the lighthouse? Oh, oh, yeah. She was quite the character. Like lighting the light? 
Yeah. Still is. For his boat. It's romantic. Mm-hmm. I'll see you some nights like out me- there on the sea. It's like a metaphor. She's the lighthouse to his boat. Yeah. I used that money that she trailed off before continuing. That uh, blood about money. About that. Uh, <laughs> he rested his hand against the boat. Hey, no need to say anything. She pursed her lips. That money fell off a truck. <laughs> right. Well. That was my uncle's money, not mine. I just wanted to thank you. He was, wasn't too sure about how to reply to that. It wasn't as if it was his money. Instead, he simply nodded. It was a strange feeling that came over him. He wondered if it was mutual. Seeing her again wasn't like visiting old friend. It was different. Not quite strangers. And yet, as if they were meeting for the first time. Mm. Under different circumstances, the way it should have been. Even though only two months had passed, he wasn't quite sure why he felt uncomfortable. Whether it was his role in the whole event that had transpired. <laughs> why do uh, I feel uncomfortable? Could it be the... I guess I shot a bunch of guns yeah, at I your guess, house. I guess I came into her house and had her shot a, uh, a handcuffs off my wrists. And then I got in a gunfight and made them run away. That could be it. No. No. Me? <laughs> no. That can't be it. Nah, she wouldn't think that. Oh, come on. Or the fact that the day hadn't gone by without him thinking about her. Well, maybe I'll see you around, she said. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jesus, dude. It's good to see you, Jack. Yeah, you too. She she looked as if she had more to say, but chose to hold it in. She gave a slight smile, then put out her hand. Can you paper the the bullets in my walls, please? <laughs> Awkwardly, he went to shake it, and it went from a shake to a hug. Both of them appeared to recognize the awkward nature of the situation. Neither of them knew quite how to respond. Awkward. Parting. D- Dana flashed one last smile and then turned. Here you go. Ging. Jack watched her make her way up the dock. He wrestled with his thoughts. A part of him wanted to turn and leave it all behind, but somewhere deep inside he just couldn't. Hey, uh, do you want to get a beer? <laughs> he shouted. She glanced back and bit down on the side of her lip. Sure. Make it a wine. Making her way back oh, to him, she that's continued. That's what I would have written. Three fingers. Make it three fingers of wine, buddy. Stuff your fist in that glass. You know, we can't pick up where we left off, right? Yeah, I realize well, that. Where we left off was a pretty violent gunfight, so. Things have changed. <laughs> yeah, I get it. She stopped in front of him. But we can start afresh. I have renter's insurance now. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> she cocked her head to one side and extended her hand to him. Dana Grant. He smiled, shaking her, her hand. Jack Winchester. Nice. Actually, a beautiful ending. Cool ending. They're starting over without all the guns and the drama. Let's get a little round of applause. John, bravo. Bravo, John. Uh, honestly, that's probably the most... Hey, it's like Shakespeare up in here. I'm rudely interrupted. That was <laughs> perhaps the best book we've read. It was cool. I had a, a lot of fun reading that. We're listening to that book. Yeah. Uh, John, you've done it. You've done it. You made a pretty good character, at least from what we saw. Jack Winchester. I think we all can learn a little bit from Jack Winchester. Yeah, sure. Like, don't uh, subject your girlfriend to uh, extreme gun violence. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty not, good. That's number that's one. a good thing. Um, also, I wonder if he bought that antique. He's Probably got his not. eyes on it. I know that's for sure. That's right. It's more eyes than the owner's got on it. Oh. Well, I think that that book was good. I mean, I liked it. I <laughs> yeah, think it was cool. Uh, John. John, come collect your seal of approval. That's right. You come You come here, John. Johnny. And I'll give you a firm handshake 
and a look of appreciation that you'll never forget. That's a big trip for him because he's British. Oh, English? right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he lives in the States. Oh. Then what the, the hell? Who says the States in America? Uh, a British person. But you aren't that. But he, I was trying to cater to him. Oh, you're channeling yeah. him. I live in the States now. Is that John Milk? Hello. It's me, Jack Milks. <laughs> Okay, so how would we cast this? I think this is like a really easy. So if this one. were a movie, yeah, uh, just take all the cast of Sopranos and Goodfellas and push them together, and then we uh, weed it down to like the best. I've got two ideas for Jack. All, all right, right. Let's hear it. all right. Well, first of all, let's before we cast is Jack. Let's just get to it. Is he Italian or is he like kind of a Robert De Niro and Goodfellas like? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's kind of guy. I think he's just a New Yorker, honestly. He's just uh, yeah, a New Yorker, Italian. Name. So he doesn't. Yeah, it's not at all. No, but I maybe it was a got pulled in. Malleus. He okay. just got pulled so in. He's an outside. He's, he's not. He's not a. All right, fine. Okay. Who do you have for Jack? Uh Hugh Jackman. What? What? Ganesh, <laughs> what do you think about that? Or I'm okay with that. Vigo Mortensen. No Americans. You're not going with an American for this role. Why? They're actors, dude. They can do whatever. Yeah. And they're both great at it. Yeah. Hugh Jackman has that uh, intensity. I think Viggo Mortensen would be better. I mean, I will, let's ignore the fact that they said explicitly that he's like 38. Yeah, they could pass for 38, maybe. All know. right. Um, not anymore, but they used to when they were that age. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm just digging into what I already, my preconceived notions of a mob movie. Well, well, what's wrong with that? But also, now that we've kind of established he's not Italian, I gotta kind of like rearrange my thoughts. Who did you? What did you want? You wanted like, like Michael Imperioli, Christopher from Sopranos. No, why not? Too timid. Yeah, too timid. No, just yeah. like not cool enough. This guy's cool. Oh cool. no, Christopher. Oh, okay. Christopher's a very cool character. No, but he's pretty like fucked up, and he's like a asshole. He's a bad guy. I mean, they're show. all bad. <laughs> they're mobsters. They're not. None of them are hey, particularly good people. There's nuance. I think yeah. in this kind Sometimes of story, you have to chop up a guy. Little, little no. shades of gray there in the middle. I think in this story, it's more like he's like a hero type, and he's not so much like yeah, he does seem like he's trying to get on the straight and narrow. Yeah, I don't want to go into this too much, but I, Chris was my favorite character on The Sopranos. Uh, no, after what he did, but, nah. is, but is he a Jack nah. Winchester? Apparently not. Um, all right. So, He's the most complicated character. So, Dana. What? Who, Tony? Who, uh, okay, okay, outside Tony. Carmella? Come on. All right, I take that back. I think the most complicated character is Meadows' black boyfriend. Who would you cast for Dana? <laughs> Dana, let's see. Um, I got one. Who? Marissa Tomei. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's good. Good. I, I was going to say, I actually like that. Diane Lane. Okay. Why okay, not? Like a young Diane Lane? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I like Ganesha's answer better. Yeah, that was good. good uh, so, and then who else? We got a. Uh, who else is in this book? Al, the one-eyed oh, guy. Al, the one-eyed antique salesman. You know who that remind me of? Just who? mainly because the eye patch is the Kevin Klein's character on Bob's Burgers. That's not bad. Kevin, Kevin Klein, Klein would himself be great. would be good. He's I great in like everything. That. Yeah. Well, I was thinking this is not an actor, and Kevin Klein's a way better answer. But I was thinking he looked like Bob Vila. Oh yeah, like an eye patch. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's yeah, just the good. description of him is very Vila esque. Mm-hmm. But I do uh, think Kevin Klein is a great answer. Maybe the best answer in the history of this podcast. That's pretty good. That's high I praise. For yeah, me, feeling but good. I, uh, All I'll, right, I'll admit it. Jason, the little boy, oh, the little kid, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, 
Why not? He's hot right now. That's right. You want that hot Oscar bait. Strike while the iron's hot. You're tapping into the zeitgeist. Yeah. I'm thinking the opposite of hot, which is uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, that's not hot at all. Uh, that's He's he's ice cold. Ice cold and forgotten. I was thinking JTT back in the day. Sure. That's not even hot or cool. That's just like... He's a man now. It's the standard. You ever think about the fact that Jonathan Taylor Thomas... In any other era, would just be kind of like a flash in the pan, nothing celebrity. But he hit at the exact time to be in Lion King. Yeah. He's in like a legendary movie yeah. for no reason. He's not even like a good actor. No. He landed himself in like maybe the greatest animated movie of all time just by virtue of being a famous boy. Well, yeah. This is the last episode JTT listens to. Yeah. Sorry, JTT. JTT, if you want to prove And me he was wrong. on a million posters too. Like he was in. Little girls like bedrooms. That's right. Yeah, he was a heartthrob. Not even just posters. Like really, there. <laughs> he's, okay. a, he's a bad boy. Ew. Well, yeah. Sorry, JTT. We'd love to win you back. Uh, but if you're gone, you're gone. What are you gonna Maybe do? Maybe we could get you on like the on the on the boom we'll for get, this project. We'll get right, the, we'll get the other kids from Home Alone. Get, All right, we'll get Zach. We'll have you holding the, the boom ones. out there for <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. That's <laughs> right. We got we got a PA work for you, JTT. <laughs> uh, Don't worry. Somebody's got to run the coffees to Timmy. Key I guess, grip. Yeah, who's, he's who's the, the best boy. Who's the key? That's right. The key grip on this, I think, we'll say is JTT. All right, that's so, a good job. Hey, we won you back. Jay. He's gonna need the money. You think JTT's friends call him Jay? No, they call him TT. Or double double. TT was my father. Call me Jay. Is this a Scorsese picture to you? I mean, seems a little obvious, right? I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Who else does mob movies? Uh, a lot. What's his name? Who did The Godfather and then made no other good movies? Francis Ford Coppola. He made a lot. He made, made Apocalypse Now, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, but after the 70s. And the other Godfathers. Well, two is good, three is bad, right? After the 70s, what movies did let's he get make? Let's get a let's get a younger Coppola. Let's get uh, Sofia Coppola. Let's get this. Hey, not bad. Yeah. She's got style. And hey, honestly, Sofia Coppola could act in it, too. Nah, let's not do that. Oh, that's honestly <laughs> probably right. All right, well, I think uh, hey, that's that's hey, another episode, baby. That, that was a spicy meatball. It was really good. That's another hour of sweet gold content. Yeah, that's great a, book. We're in the content business, and we have uh, achieved yeah success. Well, you know what? I think this book was cool, and I would not be opposed. If later down the line we see another Jack Winchester story. You know, he might make a return. We've said this a few times. There's a couple books we've wanted to do sequels for. I think it's about time we do it. This one is the best for a sequel. Oh, for sure. Because there are ten books. We should go to like the tenth book. The next ten episodes are going to be <laughs> Jack Winchesters. <laughs> so get ready. Buckle up for a whole heap and help on a Winchester. Well, big props to John Mills. Yeah, thanks, John. John's milk. And uh, yeah, and thank you to uh, Morris Reese for the music. Thank you to Chris Linguist for the artwork. You uh, can find us online at AMZN Book Club on Twitter, bookclubpodcast.com. And AMZN Book Club on Facebook. Yes. Uh, you can call me on my personal phone. It's uh, 813-642-7765. Give me a ring. Actually, I don't know who that belongs to. Yeah, don't call them. Don't, don't call them. Don't call them. Uh, Could be the mob. Uh, with any luck all right that's it bye-bye everybody have a great week bye we love you <laughs>